Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about invest in the companies you do business with. That's disrupting their industry. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. One of the contested investment folklores or phrases that, that I hear often is invest in what you know. And where that came from was the, the, the Fidelity Magellan Fund superstar money manager, Peter Lynch. I think it was like in the 90s when he had a streak and when he came out with that saying, maybe 80s, 90s, I can't remember, but... Uh, it, was, it was basically, you know, his thought was in, invest in what you know. And for a long time, I joked and said, man, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. And I think the part that I was really missing in the context that he didn't give around it was he he actually was right. But he's only right if you're somebody who who is right, not an early adopter, but not a late adopter. So when it comes to technologies and, and 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 doing new things there's people who just like cling to um the old ways of doing things which is a lot of people and then there's the super early adopters so think of you know back in 2009 or 10 whenever the iphone first came out only the nerds had an iphone like only the super tech nerds had a, had an iphone and then you have the next level of people who were like behind the early adopters i forget the technical term for it but they're they're they're, they're pretty early and, and they get on and then the masses finally get on late, way down, way down the road. Right. And, and as, speaking of iPhone, I'm still shocked at the Android users who just won't capitulate there. At this point, you you Android users, y'all are just like y'all are just doing it just to just to be rebellious. Right. And I respect that. I like rebels. I'm a I'm a rebel, but iPhone is better. Come on to Team Apple. All right. I got back back to my back to my point. And, and so in the context um, of, of investing, right, so the way to wrongly apply it is to say, oh, hey, you know, I, I buy a Ford, right? I like, I like Fords. Um, I think I should, I think I should, um, you know, own Ford. Well, Ford is a terrible company, right? And, 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 and you may just like Ford because your grandparents like Ford, nothing against Ford. But I'm just saying, if if, if Ford is not majorly changing the industry and what they're doing, uh, and gaining lots of new customers, that's not going to be a good upside because Ford maybe Ford is just doing a good job at sustaining the current uh, customer base, you know. But they're losing market share to forward-thinking companies like Tesla um, a lot. So so what you want to compare with is, or or or, or com- compare the saying, not compare the saying, combine the saying with, hey, I want to, I want to. Um, I want to invest in the companies that um, that I'm that I like, but that are also like gaining market share. So a, a better example um, of that of that company would be like Peloton, right? Peloton is an example where, uh, and, and again, this is a company that if, if you've heard previous episodes, this is a company that we own, Stonehill Wealth Management for the strata, for the macro opportunity strategy we manage. But uh, but that, that, that that's an example of. I own a Peloton personally. I got lots of friends on Peloton. 
I get people who are DMing me about Pelotons um, in the DM. People thought that you know, it, it was only going to blow up because of the pandemic, but, but a lot of people are realizing, hey, having a Peloton is very useful. Um, I like it. And, and so I'm finding the Peloton community getting bigger and bigger. And the social element is one that I really, uh, I enjoy. It's accountability. Um, you get to uh, encourage uh, your friends. Similar to like the Apple Watch, right? I, with all my friends um, who, who work out, we all like follow each workout on Apple Watch. And I think that, um, you know, one of the time tested truths is if you want to become healthier and work out more, you need accountability. And so Apple's built that into its watch. Peloton's built that into its its product. Um, and so that's an example of, hey, I like Peloton. It's changing the finance industry. It's a, it's a, um, you know, a trailblazer. And so, yeah, I want to own that. Another example would be, you know, look at the new cash app. Cash app's taken on, again, that's a Square property. We own Square in the same strategy. But that's an example of everybody who has Square on their phone, um, or they might have Venmo, uh, PayPal, um, PayPal's the company we own. Venmo's owned by PayPal. But you you say, oh man, these are these are. I actually like interacting with these versus like my bank, which sucks. <laughs> so um, so maybe I want to own, you know, these companies. Another example, obviously, we uh, we own this too. Zoom. I'm trying to think of an example of a company we, you know, we 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 don't own. Like if you if you have a business, and and this is if you have a business and you're selling um, you know, e-commerce, uh, and, and, and you're, and you're actually like in it, like, you know, what the, you know, you're listening to podcasts, you know, what the successful folks are doing. A lot of them are using Spotify, um, Shopify, I mean, to be their back end um, system for their, for their online uh, retail shop. And so you may say, Hmm, I, I use it. I like it. I want to own, I want to own Shopify. Um, and I, and I, I accidentally said Spotify, but Spotify is another example. Like I don't, I don't own Spotify, but, um, uh, and you know, it's, I actually like Spotify as a company. It just didn't make my, I, I have like a list and I limit the list and it just didn't make the list, but I like Spotify. Um, I, I use it. I own it. I think they're changing the music industry, um, significantly. Uh, I think they are the best executor in, in that space, even better than Apple who got started early. And so that's that's whenever Peter Lynch was saying invest in the companies that you use, things that you buy. Just make sure you you caveat it with um, they have a lot of upside because they are changing an industry. Like one more example, I love Adidas. I wear nothing. I wear lots of Adidas when it comes to workout gear, but I don't own Adidas as a company because Adidas doesn't have a whole lot of upside to 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 grow from here. Um, for what I see it. And so I, I need I need a lot of upside for it to meet my return expectation, um, you know, from, you know, for what I'm looking for. And when I'm buying individual stocks, like my minimum, my minimum growth rates, I need, I need the stock to be able to grow by at least 15% a year. And, and that's at a minimum 15% a year. If I'm owning an individual stock, that's separate from mutual funds or ETFs. I don't buy mutual funds, but it's separate from ETFs, exchange traded funds, which are low cost, Mutual funds or, or mutual—they're kind of like mutual funds. They're, they're, anyway, I don't—I don't want to get into that. They're not mutual funds, but they're low-cost basket of stocks. But um, but if it's, if I'm buying an individual stock, my it needs to be able to grow by fifteen percent a year. And so if if the company's not able to 
at least grow their revenue by 15% a year. There's no way they're going to be able to own their, grow their cash flow and their earnings by 15% a year, which is what the stock price follows over time. Uh, so, so that, 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 that caveat will help you, but you don't, you don't actually need to be super technical when you're investing. You just say, Hey, and here's another thing you can do. Talk to your kids. Like, what are your kids doing? What are they buying? What are they spending money on? Kids are going to be by nature, uh, early adopters and forward thinkers. So look at what they're doing, what they're playing with. Fine. Like my cousin says, everybody need a millennial in their life. And, and, uh, and you know, I, I think she's an older millennial. I'm an older millennial, but she's talking about like, find you like a 20 year old, right? Find you a 20 year old in your life and see what they're doing because they'll lead you to some of the new cutting edge ways of doing things. And then as, cause, cause like we all get older, right? We all get stuck in our ways um we can't keep pace with the with the with the tech um with the pace of technology there's only so many apps we can have on our phone and so if 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 you don't want to stay up to date then go find you some 20 year olds talk to some 20 year olds see what they're doing where they spend their money um how they spend their time what they value those will be some very good uh investment ideas and then i would just um to to avoid sensory overload like i don't I don't think you can personally track more than 10, 10 stocks at a time and really be educated on what's going on. And 10 is a lot. And so I like to, to limit mine to like no more than no more than 10. Um, and 10 is plenty if you if you if you do your work. And so then you have to, then you have to say, hey, you know, so, for example, I like Shopify. I like Spotify. Uh, I like Google. I still like Google. Um, there's a lot of stocks that I like. Uh, I like Apple. What else do I like? There's a whole lot of stocks that I like. That I just don't own because it didn't make my my top 10 list. I like DraftKings. Um, you know, there's just a lot that I like that I just don't own. Um, but they're, they're pretty cool, uh, cutting edge, things that I know about, things that I know that are in trend. But you don't need to you don't need to own everything. You just need to have a part of something that's in trend and growing a lot to make game-changing, life-changing returns over time. So hope this helps somebody. Hey, listen, also, y'all, do, do me a favor. So I, I want to start hosting some um, Twitter spaces, which is like Clubhouse for Twitter. But you got to have 600 followers in order to, to do that. Um, and Twitter is my least follow platform. I have like over 8,000 on LinkedIn. I got like almost 5,000 on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, I have, I don't know, almost 2000 maybe, but Twitter, maybe I, I don't even have a hundred on Twitter. I got like 80 something on Twitter. Um, and so I need to get the 600. And once I get the 600, I'll start hosting spaces, which are just rooms where we talk about, uh, different topics, you know, money, fatherhood, but, um, I know some really cool people because, because of my podcast and networking, and I just want to pull everybody into a room. And so if you can follow me on Twitter, Ask underscore Philip. Um, ask underscore Philip on Twitter. So follow me on Twitter. Uh, have your friends follow me on Twitter. Share my Twitter handle with everybody who you know. Um, I, I, I know enough people who listen to the podcast and who follow me on social media that can get me to the 600 followers on Twitter. I just need your help. So if I've ever shared any negative value with you that you feel like has added value to your life, um, uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, 
and ask your friends to follow me on Twitter. Share this episode so that so that they could get some value and then they could feel guilty and then they could follow me on Twitter. So help me get to my goal, 600 Twitter followers. I really want to get there before the end of the summer. Preferably, I want to get there for my birthday month, June, June 25th, coming soon. That's it, y'all. Talk to you tomorrow. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.